All right. What's up, everyone? <laughs> what welcome, is up? Welcome to uh, another episode of More Than Tattoos. My name is Chris. This is my co-host, Tim. And uh, we're going to talk about some real exciting stuff tonight. We're going to start it off with fucking goals. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> no, I- yeah, first of the year. I- <laughs> Who would have fucking thought? Right. First episode <laughs> of the new year, we're going to talk about goals. <laughs> Uh, the first thing that I have on my notes is just to, to share some honest thoughts about them. And honestly, like, I've never liked them. Like, I've never liked making them. I feel really uncomfortable when I make them a lot, especially this year, because I've, like, wrote down some pretty absurd things, in my, <laughs> in my opinion. That's like, when, as I'm writing it, I'm like, how the fuck is this? How is right. this going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Um but and you know, we were trying to think of how to deliver this in a way that's not fucking boring, and I feel like there's plenty of information out there on goals and how to how to do them and what they mean. And uh, I'm not a goals expert, yeah, right? you know. And I I'm still like I think we have a good process for goals, and I have uh, you know this last week I've learned a lot about those too. Um, just and applying those things myself the right ways but i don't even for a second want to come off like an expert of this <laughs> right. i don't want to be answering questions about shit you know if you're my person you're my homie you know you're my you're my circle i'll help you with your goals and stuff like that we can break them down or you know i can help uh, help you apply those same things that i'm you know doing but not on a podcast forum, you know, yeah. like I'm not trying to educate motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> on that specific thing. Anyway, yeah. anyway, like, uh, I, I do know some basics, I guess. And I think that there are a couple like main elements to them that should, should be done, but I'm sure there's like tons of shit with manifesting and, and how, you know, ton, tons of areas that I don't really no, and I, I don't take my goals to an extreme level. By no means am I, like, the most disciplined motherfucker. You know, I don't have a morning routine, and I don't get good sleep. And you know, <laughs> Like, there's a lot of things that I could I could do better to be at, like, peak performance. Right. You know what I'm saying? But for me, that's not what gets me off. You know, like, that's not what keeps me going, really, especially having a couple kids and the wife. And my, my schedule depends a lot around – like what the mood of the house right, is today? The Did vibe, Lincoln get the a vibe? fucking nap? You know, like <laughs> is she upstairs raging right now because she slept at six o'clock? Yeah, she is. Right. <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> so like my schedule's not maxed out. You know, I leave a lot of open time for family, and I think that's really the past few years have been has been number one on my spread. Like my list is like really be present, be there soak it in because when it's gone it's fucking gone we're not having another one right you know what i'm saying like try to really soak in now because i have a long time to really be at quote unquote peak performance you know in in who who's ever eyes you know my eyes i'm fucking doing real good right now you right know? and that's what i was gonna say that's the funny <laughs> thing about it is like it's almost like your goal was to like not have goals right <laughs> but really it's like the goal was like i'm gonna have an open time and not be stressed too much about being yeah. super strenuous on these like, oh, it's fucking five thirty. I've got to check into this. Yeah, you know? and and the social media dude can make you feel like you're really not doing enough. And it's it's hard to know with that where you stand. Yeah, right. Because you, 
and uh, another thing is like you can get on social media and say fucking whatever. I would even be willing to bet that half the people that come off on social media and like, oh, you're supposed to do this, this, yeah. this, this. Mr. Mr. Life Coach. Right. Mr. Life Coach is going to come off and say like, you know, you got to do all these things. But are you living into that? Like, yeah. you know, are you reaping the benefits of what a schedule like that is? Yeah. Because you're trying to be super generalized. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure there are a lot that are, but. Those Man. people are calculable, though. You could almost say what uh, the perfect scenario is yeah. to f- live into those, like, means, you know. Yeah. But, dude, not everyone's like that, you know. Yeah. Like you said, like, you got two kids. You know, you got a wife. You got a business. You got, a, like, kind of a second business, you know. So there's just – you can't overgeneralize shit. But on the, with that, you can't be, like, generalizing yourself. Too. You can't be getting on social media and being like, oh, I'm fucking, you know – I'm just, I'm doing everything wrong. I'm doing everything yeah. horrible. But what if you are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the yeah, yeah, Someone morning. should tell you. Right. <laughs> Someone in your you personal good life will tell you you're not doing doing it all the way. But uh, I don't know. I think there's a fine line between uh, competing with the fucking Joneses of, of like these, you know, immaculate peak performance lives um, and like kind of having patience with yourself. You got to yeah. be able to do both. You got to be able to light that fire and extinguish it. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. at least maybe protect it. So yeah. it's not getting out of hand. Yeah. And yeah, I think you'll hear a lot of those people who are just like, you know, like a Grant Cardone, for instance, I think he's just a good example. Cause he's, you know, read, read some of his material and he's like, fucking go, 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 you know, but like that doesn't make me happy. And I think that there has to be a middle ground. Like, I could be totally doing nothing and, like, be happy, but not with business necessarily. You know, like, there has to be there has to be a middle ground where I'm achieving. I know I'm hitting goals. I still am moving more than the average person, the, the normal person, the person that just checks in, checks out. Like, I'm still doing more, and I'm learning, and I'm growing. But in areas that are, for one, it's psych, it's psych, it, it excites me. It, it's what I'm passionate about, you know, so it's easy to to put a lot of work in it and not feel like a lot of work. But then also be content in the moment and not be working. Right. I don't know if that the, makes well, sense or not. but it's. I think that the phrase, if you – work a day or if you work a job that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I think that that needs to be redefined <clears throat> because when you hear that, it makes it seem like, Oh fucking, if you do what you love, life's just easy. Everything gets handed to you. Money just falls right in your lap. Well, that's not true because I love what I do, you know, but shit don't be just falling into my lap. Like I still go home tired. I'm still staying at home tired. I go to restaurants tired, you know, like, Um, and that's like, of course, if I allow myself to just be that person, like just be a tired person. Um, but I'm losing my train of thought. (laughs) I don't help that my child's upstairs jumping. Right. (laughs) Um, what were were we talking about? (laughs) I mean, we were kind of talking about like, just not having to like, um, compete with everyone online just like there's a fine line between knowing how hard you need to go and like getting your ducks in a row 
and like also being patient with when you're not like doing everything that everyone online is telling you what to do. Yeah. But I think I think there's a couple factors here that you need to you need to stop and think. Where am I at? Like well, again, what are my goals? Like what do I need to do right now? Am I like in the beginning stages, middle stages? Am I fucking good and I can I can dial back, I can buy some of my time back? Cuz I do remember a point in time where I wouldn't be necessarily saying the exact same thing I am right now, you know? Right. Um, it was balls to the walls and, like, just go, 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 constant doing something, 5X and how much I'm actually tattooing. There was a point in time where I had to really work my ass off, and it wasn't as fun as it is now. Um, so I guess I guess a lot of the you know it just it, what are your goals? Where are you That's at? That's what I was gonna say. You know, take time to think, assess. What do you really want? What's good to you? Where are you at? Where you want to go? Um, you know, because I, I remember when you first got started with me, there was a lot. Like I feel like you worked way had to work way harder than you have to now. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and as that. You kind of fell into those mastery hours after a period of time where you get into it to just like you don't have to think about it. You don't have to assess as much. You don't have to put so much mental energy into the system or creating how to do it. It gets easier. And now that time where you're where you're processing the systems can be spent elsewhere because you've already kind of honed in on your right. on, on, on how you do things. Um, but you like we said at the beginning of this, there's. There are so many videos and like so many coaches that will go into that. And ultimately when you're seeking, we kind of touched on this on another episode, but when you're seeking like advice on those things, uh, I, I like to imagine that there's just different schools of thought, like, like literal schools almost. And if this doesn't work for you, you're going to find somewhere else that works for you and shit. But there's just so many ideas on like goal setting and like building goals you know, how to follow up, how to track them, um, you know, how to ask yourself the right questions and stuff. And, you know, kind of like you said, um, kind of similar to like starting something out, you're not going to be as good about it or you're not going to be as fluid. Um, what's word when you're not going to be as synchronized. Um, there's another word for it that I can't think of right now, but you're going to have to put a lot more effort in for maybe setting goals or learning how to do that earlier on. But there's just so many good sources online to do that. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, what are some of our goals, uh, for the podcast? Um, well, if not to like run down like all of them, cause sure. like, um, you know, we kind of said like not wanting to come off as like just being the guys figure yeah. it all out. But we kind of put ourselves through a good exercise last week of, um, so what goals do we want to get for yeah. the podcast? So we really went hard on breaking it down. We did like, like daily, weekly, monthly, six months, year, three year and five year. But, um, you guys don't get all the fucking goods. Yeah, <laughs> you got, you got to stick around and see what our big term, <laughs> uh, long-term goals are going to be, but yeah. maybe just like a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I got a few here I want to share. Um, but I do I do think it's important to have them and the main the main reason being is I always think of the analogy that it's like GPS is work. It's a fucking map. Like you can pull up the map, 
and you can go anywhere. Like you can see all the roads. You can see it's got it's got it all there. But if you don't have the actual destination to type in, you you just driving aimlessly. Yeah. You know, and I think that it is important to have them almost as like checkpoints. Not really a, like a goal. Like okay, I've arrived. I don't have to fucking keep you know. Um, but more so of a checkpoint where I know where I've hit it and now I can reassess and, and move forward. But when we was creating these designs or the creating these designs, well, it's funny you say (laughs) that because uh, it's kind of like designing your life. I saw one of the videos we watched. Um, and that's kind of how they put it is like goals or checkpoints like this is the stepping stones to designing the life that you want, like really designing it. Right. So, well, and I just was going to follow up with, you know, when we did spend some time on goals, like how much thought and effort and like we brainstormed for quite a quite a bit of time. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to really see like what our heart's desire was and where we were wanting to go and what we were wanting to do over the next five years. Um, but for some reason, I feel like a lot of people struggle with with goals, just writing stuff down. Um I mean, you, why do you think that is? Like, why, why, why do you think it hangs people up? Why? Well, I think there's probably uh, a good dozen of answers mm-hmm. to that, but I think just maybe a couple of them, one being one that I think encompasses a couple of them, and that's just fear, you know, being afraid of what to write down. And it goes, it goes, and that goes in so many different directions. You're afraid to write something too small down. More often than not, you're afraid to write something too big down because you don't want to fail. Afraid um, to commit. Afraid to commit. You feel like you're asking too much. Yeah. You know that. I, th- I think that's one people don't talk about a lot. You. It's so easy to say like, well, I don't want to set big goals because I don't want to like fail them. And it's even in a lesser way easier to say, well, I don't want to make goals that are too small. You know. But people don't talk about, um, like, not asking for more out of life or, like, not, like, taking that dream in your head outside of that dream organ or whatever the fuck it is in your head that it keeps it in and actually putting it into the spot in your brain where it's like, okay, this is a reality now. It's it's just I have to work to systems or there's there's got to be something I got to do to make it happen, you know, but you've got to start with shifting where that fucking thought is in your head right yeah. because it's just gonna stay in that like dream area and it's just gonna stay there you're never gonna like speak it out and you're never gonna figure out what steps you have to take to do it you're never gonna actually just start doing it you know so i think uh not wanting to ask more out of life or like maybe feeling like you don't deserve more out of it those are probably the lesser talked about things yeah. in my opinion just to name a few yeah i you know, and, and talking on that, uh, I wonder how much of that just, like, goes back to, you know, uh, the last generation or the generation before that, more of an industrial age to where we didn't have as much access. Because over the past decade, two decades, I feel like doors have really been able to open up for people, and I hear about dreams and goals and that stuff way more now than what my parents what i seen from my parents and you know i grew up with my great-grandparents he had three jobs and worked his ass off his whole life to support my grandma and the household um 
but for him, like he wasn't really dreaming. He was just fucking working hard. You know, right. and you had to work hard for what you get and nothing's given to you. And like, you know, so I wonder how much of that is tied to scenarios like that, where it's like, you really think you can just have whatever you want and not, you know, like you, you think you can just do whatever yeah. the hell you want. It's like the like old timer, uh, or the boomer experience, you know, but it's funny you say that because when you look back three, four generations ago, uh, I'm talking like, I'm talking like the fifties, like the forties, fifties, sixties area, probably lesser on the sixties, but, um, there was a point in time where like the American dream, like the, the sole dream was you could go to this factory, get a job with like a Ford job, or IBM, literally. Or <laughs> and that was the goal. And if you got that, you're, you're, you're actually doing good. Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not like this fictitious, like, Oh, I'm doing good. It was like, that was actually a good yeah. position to be in, in America is you got a good job. You can now Pension, do way more with yeah. like your life than just getting a house because houses were also pretty affordable at the time. And that was like real life. You know, mm-hmm. now fast forward through the generations, of course, like, I, you know, the, the factory life dwindled, you know, it became less appealing and stuff like that as more of these other doors were starting to open up um, and more things were happening, not to mention like the quality of those jobs, I think has decreased tremendously over the last 60 years. Um, so with like, you know, our grandparents going through that and then our parents going through that, it was like they were still doing the same things, but they weren't getting the same payoff. Right. So they were like stuck in this like mindset of like, well, it was like a trickle down of it used to be good and now it's just not. But I see these other opportunities like I'm trickle down in this way where I'm stuck here. But I see these other people making the change like they're breaking out of like the system um, and just actually finding the things that look most attracting uh, to do because there have been positions like that. I think we've been in a ride this last like probably like the 21st century where it's like being a celebrity is like top of the line. Like if you can be celebrity or like a mass musician or, or like a fucking actor, actress or something like that, you're doing the best or like own a multi-million dollar business and something, you know, but it's just like, you're not seeing the attractiveness or the unattractiveness, unattractiveness of getting there. It's just this peak thing versus like that factory dream was like pretty not to say easy to get but it was definitely more accessible than becoming a celebrity or a tiktok famous person now yeah right but everyone's got a smartphone everyone can try to do that you know and that's like the most appealing thing or the the biggest thing you're being sold in america is like you can do whatever you want you're right and like there's there's other people doing it you can do it too right and I feel like that's like now that a little bit of a tangent with that, but um, I do agree. I think it has a lot to do with it, like this trickling down of yeah. of like this thought. But it's not even like you know, it's a, it's almost not even malicious. Like looking at these old people are just like hating on the younger generation. It's more like this: what I have was supposed to be good for me at one time. Like, and now I see you clearly doing way less physical demanding, physically demanding work. Um, or you're just actually being like an, an ass hat online, you know, because there's totally content creators that are just fucking goofy as shit yeah. and making millions, you yeah. know, like fucking factory guys never made millions. I, I, if I put myself in their shoes, 
I'd be salty too, yeah. right? Like bust my ass in a factory for 65 years and this young kid, 18 years old, is already a millionaire yeah. for fucking posting a video online. Can you blame him? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and it's like, man, you could do it too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I see a lot of guys that will work in factories and just do machine videos or videos on working or like hard jobs. And, uh, you know, I, I think the opportunities are so plentiful nowadays it's like that you know you just it's hard to make excuses yeah but it, but it's like that that filter that way of being is just so ingrained that uh you know it, it's it's hard to push through that sometimes not to be super high but i mean it's capitalist america is what yeah. they want you know like they and on top of that like someone's got to make cars yeah. You know, you're still going to McDonald's. Someone's got to make the burgers, yeah. right? There's still like so many jobs for all the fucking mass amounts of people on the planet because someone's got to do it, right? Yeah. yeah, and I I do think there's a few appealing sides to it, you know, especially if uh, you're not a business person or someone who really cares about amassing tons of money, but just the the peace of mind of something that's reliable steady you know like you know you when you go in you know when you get off you know when your vacations hit you know like you know how much you're gonna make all that's good and now you can just enjoy life outside of that you know um and 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 it comes back to like it's just what you want you know it's deciding what works best for you um so but uh (laughs) what a tangent (laughs) got on the boomer talk um trying to think if there's anything else i want to share before share a couple of these um i think the only other side side note i had here was just uh and it it circles back to knowing what you want is um making sure your goals are really what you want because if you write it down on paper and you actually work towards it that's probably what you're going to get right honestly um like a deep rooted honestly yeah and i i think that there's a lot of a lot of people that uh end up in college you know as a goal they've had since they were younger but was it really theirs you know and now because they've aligned themselves with this goal and have achieved it they're gonna be paying it off for the next 20 years you know i think that was just one of the main examples that i had but um take some time to really think about what you want uh, because I think it's easier than what you think to fucking hit the goals you write down. Right. I think uh, literally the first step to that is just saying that you actually want it. Yeah. Like, and you know, putting it down, speaking it out, which yeah, it's not my, it's not like the personality I come from, but I can speak yeah. to like it being part of the process. Yeah. And it's not like we have a huge old list here. I think that for me, goals, change quite a bit or you know as my heart's desire changes things just change um but we do have a few just overlying ones here that uh we could share you know as far as like you know we have a a certain number of episodes we want to hit you know how often we record if we have if we know how many episodes for the year now we know what we need to schedule weekly monthly um, we have a, a number of guests. We want to have at least 24 guests this year on the episode on the podcast. Um, with that being said, we want 60, at least six or more of those guests to have 50k thousand plus followers, a decent platform. Um, you know, with hopes that we can bring them value 
Um, you know, I don't know. Just sitting here, my first thought is like, well, well why would someone with that many followers want to come be on this show? But um, we're going somewhere. You know, I, I think we really are. And we do got value to bring to people. Um, but that that's, that's one of the goals. We want to have some heavy hitters on the show. Uh, we have a few of them in mind that we haven't reached out to yet, but we're kind of just waiting on on the right time, I guess. Manifesting it. Um, but yeah, you know, then we got the standards like with each platform, like how many how many uh, patrons, YouTube subs, uh, IG followers, TikTok. We wrote down a thousand for all of them over the next year. Uh, <coughs> something I want to note. Oh, that was obnoxious. Shoo. <laughs> 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 something I do want to note here is like when we take these goals and reverse engineer them, it's like, okay, so my first thought was, okay, we want a thousand subs in 12 months. What's the math on that? Like, what do we need to hit monthly, weekly to obtain that yearly? But with this specific scenario, the numbers aren't really something you can control. Like you can't, you can't write down X amount of followers and really do anything that's going to exactly give you that. Like, there's no way to know how many people are going to choose to follow you. Um, so, And it's not linear either. You can't yeah. just, like, do X things and it grow at, like, a like exact 90-degree perfect angle. Like, yeah. you know. 40, more. 45, but yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, it's 45 degrees, sorry. Uh, but, but, yeah, that's exactly it, you know, and it's going to kind of look like, it's going to be low, 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 and then it's going to substantially start to rise once momentum takes up. But um, so so if we want to hit a certain amount of goals, like what are we what daily actions, weekly actions could we take to obtain those goals? Uh, first thing that comes to my mind is consistency with just showing up, you know, producing content that is on schedule it's when we say it's going to be um just being committed to recording and doing our due diligence with the research that we do and the topics we provide to you guys um but that's the first thing that comes to my mind uh second a good way of putting that is turning your goals into habits yeah yeah and and those actions you can control those for sure Mm mm-hmm in hopes that it's going to get you to the number you you need to get to. Um, what would be something else that, uh, you know, actions that I could take to get to those solid subs? I mean, I'm doing my research on the platforms. I'm trying to understand, like, <clears throat> man. I think, well, I think a good one is, like, you're <laughs> taking it to them. You're taking the content to them. So when I say that, I mean engaging, like, yeah. just, you know. Get on other people's posts, like just putting yourself in other circles, like other communities and stuff and engaging with them, sending messages, you know, and with that, that's kind of research too, right? Because, um, I, for example, if you brought me on as a content creator, uh, I could probably do good. Like I'd probably make good content, but I don't, without knowing like the whole tattoo world or like. You know, with all the questions we have about or like the conversations we've had about how to make good content, um, I wouldn't really be providing the best form of value that I could be as a content creator, which is why I label myself as a 
like a tattoo photographer or like a tattoo videographer uh, because there's a lot of things that I take into uh, consideration in there. But, you know, being a like a like a tattoo, not tattoo podcast, I want to get in like the communities or engage with people that are in the tattoo world so that I can provide them the right kind of value. Right. But also with that, it's like two birds, one stone. You're getting what the people want. You're figuring out what people want, what they're consuming, but you're also just connecting with them. And then like, you know, in a way, just like putting the podcast out there by putting yourself out there. Uh, we kind of have a similar mindset with your business with like messaging people like Gary V talks about this all the time, like messaging your followers or just messaging people all together. Not just cause it's like good for the algorithm, but also because it's no different than you're going to a business conference. Uh, say you've got some goals to learn some shit, kind of like what I just said, you know, go out into the world and see what people want and then give them that. But also, fucking connect with people because you don't know what kind of connections you could or could not make out of that but um taking your business to other people like hey well hey my name's tim i do this thing if you're interested in fucking getting a service from me or like you know listening to my podcast uh maybe i could provide you value that way versus i'm just gonna make this content post it online and then wait for people to come to me and just like wait because then you're like you know like you just said you can't make numbers happen for sure but you can definitely take away all of the things that leave it up to question and one of those things is like not going after it we're not taking the content to them not making those connections not engaging with people um which funny enough goes into like that goal thing we were just talking about or that dream shit you've got to fucking put it out there you've got to get out there yeah. to even get that shit going. You know what I mean? Cause if you're just waiting on shit to come to you, well, yeah. one, one day is, I, I like this song. It's like, it's an older song, but it's, uh, um, I think it's called like someday I'll be lucky or something like that. And it's just <laughs> a sad guy. That's like, you know, she done fucking left me. You know, I've got no money, no friends, but one day I'll get lucky. You know, it's like, well, fuck mm. that dude. I'm going to walk my fat ass to be unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, with that train of thought, I don't know if that's going to be the case, you know? <laughs> right. It don't sound like you're going to be too lucky if you don't uh, <laughs> uh, do some uh, opportunity met with some preparedness. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's exactly it right there. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I don't think that, I guess to piggyback off that opportunity met with preparedness, you know, if a thousand followers do just show up off a viral video, but I'm just like not doing anything with it, boom, momentum's going to be gone and it's going to fizzle out, you know? So it's like taking the steps to achieve it, that consistency, that building, the building of the foundation, preparing, garnering the energy, the thought, like the the backbone for the platform or whatever right. you want to say. Once those followers do show up, like I'm going to be ready for the next thousand, the next 5,000, 10,000. Like I, I'm building the skills it takes in the action of building right um yeah so that that's huge and i think that it can all be encompassed in just showing up i think i preach that to to the people of the shop more anything you just have to show up yeah be consistent of showing like if someone thinks of tattoos at least in ohio like i want them to fucking think of chris powell you know like oh tattoo you say something about tattoos we got a dope artist here in ohio chris but you know what i'm saying like that's how much i want to show up 
Um, and I think that's like the perfect real time interaction where I'm a videographer for you at the shop, but we see all these little businesses there trying to do it on their own. And you don't know how many times I've heard, well, well, you got fucking Tim. Dude, Hip was just talking about that in the last episode, you know? Yeah. Um, That's so fucking easy to say. You know, it but is. I was a business, what, six years before you came on, you know? It, it took a lot of building to get get me, a, you know, someone like yourself who could come on here and uh, kick ass, you know? It took a lot to get there. Yeah, that could rabbit trail into something whole. But there's whole. people that are doing it. Um, dude, I just gave shit to, who was it? It was, uh, oh, I can't. It was uh, one of the tattoos we saw recently. Guy Atchison, you know, dope ass fucking tattoos. You got amazing artist. His, his, you know, his content is like clearly an iPhone, like not yeah. even that great of an iPhone. And he clearly doesn't really care to go that hard to making his content like that good, you know. But clearly the proof is in the pudding. His tattoos are awesome. He's doing just fine. Yeah. You know? Granted, he's probably done a shit ton of stuff to like. Position. He's been tattooing thirty years. That's what I'm too, saying, bro. dude. Like he's just the boy's vintage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like <laughs> I've listened to him on podcasts sometimes. He's a sweetheart too, real hippie, down to earth dude. Yeah, he runs a huge tattoo platform and coaches thousands. You know, wrote right. a book on reinventing the tattoo. Um, so he showed up. It just wasn't necessarily on IG. You know, it was. The fucking footwork over 30 years. Right. <laughs> you know? Right, of course. And we're working alongside directly with these people that are, like, just now hitting a yeah. year in. But they're like, man, how do, like, so it's a blessing to be hungry, you know? you know? Like, have that fucking fire. But, and again, like, I, I can validate them, you know, seeing that, like, <clears throat> you've got this whole section of your job that you could allocate to someone else. But... You gotta, you know, you can work into that, and there's people doing it and doing it well, you know, with yeah. that iPhone, you yeah. know. So not to say that my job's not important, because I think that my job is very important for people that are trying to grow and push beyond where they're already at. But dude, there's people doing it. They're just doing it in different yeah. ways, you know. Yeah, and. And those are the people right next to us, you know, because it's so easy to look online and like literally not be able to like talk to this person or see them in real life. But, you know, these are fellow tattooers that work at the same shop as us. And they like I'm a real person. It's yeah. not like they see like just see us online or whatnot. Um, they literally are someone right next to us that are like producing this kind of content. We're like, like, fuck, like, I, how can I compare? You yeah, know, it's like, but you can though. Yeah, but you can though. Like, and not to say that you don't have time, or you don't have things to work into, to grow into, to develop yourself yeah. more, because you're literally a fucking year in. Yeah, you got a four, four and a half year head start on them. Right. You know. So we could pull up some content from back. Yeah. <laughs> right, and it's, shoo, my content used to be rough. But but something that we did at the time that they could do right now too was invest in equipment. You know, and invest in, get a nice camera, get the get the system for it, put that bitch up on a tripod and tattoo. You know, I I, I don't know, and I, and I do have empathy for them because like they are working in a shop where they see this dynamic duo, and it's like fucking that comparison game's a motherfucker. You it know? is, but you gotta you gotta stay away from that. You gotta abstain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Um, that that'll kill your journey well before it even gets started. Yeah, to it's where like, it's like you're doing all the right stuff, but you ain't having a lick of fun, right. and it's just causing gray hairs at 22. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, this I don't know why that you just said that. It made me remember you were talking about, um, like, it's almost like a thing that people don't want to make goals now, you know. And that made me think about like my first time ever hearing that, like not making goals. And I think it literally stuck to me because I like at a young impressionable age, I heard this and I was like, well, that fucking makes sense. Uh, it was like Dane cook. It was like one of his first standups. Uh, and he was just like, well, why am I going to set goals? Because if I don't set them and I do all this shit, man, I'm doing great. Dude. I'm fucking <laughs> killing it. You know, cause there's no expectations. If you have no expectations, anything you do is good. Yeah. Right. But Man, the fucking what if factor is dangerously good for someone's health and their life. You know, your finances, all that shit. Because what if you tried? What if you did just yeah. set a goal? And what if it was just crazy? Yeah. What if you only hit half of it, but it was a million dollar yeah. goal? You got, you made five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, and that's still buku, yeah. right? Like, is I think out of all the reasons why not to, like the reason they're like uh, not wanting to fail. Dude, that's that's one that you got that's like the first one you got to get over like don't be afraid to not hit a goal you know um but when you set that goal if you set it big you know versus setting a goal that's like you you know it's obtainable like i'm gonna set a goal to 1x my business i know that's doable i can do that i can hit that and not fail why not just 10x that motherfucker like grant cardone says you're still probably going to hit that goal you you would have set. You know, like you you you're probably going to surpass it just by trying to 10x it. You know, so it's like you're failing, but you're still hitting that goal that would have made you feel good. Afraid you know? of being tired. You know, I, I just set set a big one, unrealistic. Fuck it. You know, you ain't got nothing to lose. Right. You know, the one thing I there was like this older guy that I, I I've seen that video a handful of times. Maybe you've even seen it too. It's this like older guy online that he was like standing outside of a theater and he had like a tux on. Dude was dapper as fuck. Looked great. He's probably like 80, 90 years old. Um, and he was like, you know, when my dad was, when I was young, my dad asked me something. <sighs> he said, what would you dream if you could dream anything in the world and know that you wouldn't fail? You just and do anything. You do anything you want. And you knew you weren't going to fail. Because the only thing that's actually stopping you is yourself. You could say mm. X number of things are doing it, but when are you? Uh, no matter, I don't care what it is in life. You have to take responsibility for some part of it, right? So when are you going to step up and say that I am only allowing these things to be an excuse for me to remain comfortable? Mm. Because I'm afraid of hard work. I'm afraid of being tired. You know, I'm afraid. This is a big one. I think that people get away with validating it on themselves a lot. It's like, what happens if I spend too much time on me, right? What happens to my family? What happens to um, my relationships with people? What are they going to think of me if I start stepping into this new life, like where I'm going to care a lot about what I'm doing versus I'm going to care a little bit because it's uh, that's almost a value of myself to other people is like I care very little about myself and I care a lot about other people. You know, I'm afraid to step into that, you know, and I think that, again, that's one of those things that you've got to get over because it's not really the money that's going to make people look at you different. It's how you're spending your time because you're going to start to realize, like, 
it's it's gonna feel initially like you're spending a lot of time on yourself i think but then it's gonna be like oh i'm spending my time on a, a goal like it, it is my goal but i'm putting my 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 time my money my energy into this vision that i'm creating and uh, there's a lot of people that aren't gonna understand that they're not gonna click on to that yeah. they're not going to relate they're not going to be on with you you know and that can create resentment that can get confusing because with all that stuff you're already trying to fucking put all your energy and goals or like time into this goal that you have or these goals but then you have to like learn how to fucking communicate that shit to your people you yeah. know which is like a whole different fucking thing yeah you know if you're going to try to like maintain those relationships with people so so I can see uh, people running themselves through the, all those thoughts all at one time and all that pressure just coming down on them and be like, well, fuck, I'm not going to do it. You know, cause yeah. I don't, I'm not going to, why, why fix something that's not broken? What if you did though? Yeah. What if you, what if you stopped to realize that like shit's not as sparkly as it could be, yeah. you know, people are, I feel like people are super afraid of like being tired. Yeah. They're cause it's a different type of tired. You can go to a factory and get tired that way. But as soon as you clock out, dude, you fucking check clock in, clock out. You're just not doing shit. You know, your your whole the rest of your life is free, pretty much as long as you got the money to pay for it. Um, but when you're like in business for yourself, there ain't no fuck. No one's giving you a fucking Christmas bonus. You know, no, you're not getting just like time off. You know, you don't get PTO. You don't fucking. You don't get that like yearly percentage raise that's promised to you. It's like, oh, we're gonna get you one percent and we're gonna get you on inflation. None of that shit. You know, there's yeah, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> that, right. that one's probably one of the perks of being tired. For right, sure. and, and not that, not that, have, that, that is a my, perk. Give myself my own raise. But what happens when they don't do that? That's yeah. like literally one of the best Christmas movies ever. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Right at the end of the... If you haven't watched that fucking movie, fuck you. Go <laughs> turn this shit off and go watch National Lampoons. <laughs> but right at the end of the movie, he's like, you know, already sunk all this money into this, like, pool he's going to hook his family up with for Christmas. Uh, planning on that 1% or whatever, that bonus, you know? And then the fucking top hat company, dude, big wig, pulls the shit out from beneath you. But you weren't in control of it you you don't actually make your own finances you don't actually make your own decisions and i hope that doesn't rub anyone the wrong way when i'm saying that but um i mean it just is what it is because yeah. you have consistency but um you know when when someone at the top wants to, to fucking take shit from you they're gonna take it and what are you gonna do about it yeah you know now grant to that movie <laughs> they fucking abducted the guy and you know did all this shit it's clearly don't a do movie. that right yeah don't don't abduct the the boss and definitely don't have your hillbilly cousin living out of a trailer go get him either <laughs> oh that's funny man. but uh no i you know i think that uh it goes into earlier, you know, like not wanting more out of life. That'll fucking stop you, dude. There's a lot of shit that'll, there's so much more that'll stop you from getting to a goal or even starting it than there is that will. But that's because there's only a handful of things that are actually going to get you to start. And I, and I think that being able to separate yourself and kind of get pushed through that feeling of like, what if I lose my family? What if I lose these guys in the midst or I, they, I piss them off or, I changed too much and they don't like me anymore. They have resentment or they're annoyed with me. Now there are some personality types and people that, uh, 
don't really realize how they're coming off on people, you know, and like are just right. kind of assholes. But I look at it like this. If they're not willing to support me in my journey and have my back and they're going to get upset about me changing and growing and developing and wanting more for myself, I don't want them around anyways. I don't want them in my corner. You know, I'm gonna, I I I don't need that, you know what I'm saying? Um and and if I have a a brother, sister, family member who's wanting to I'm gonna I'm gonna see how I can uh, help them or how I can, you know, be supportive or if they call me and need advice or assistance or just someone to talk to like i'm gonna be there for them in their journey and understand what they're going through maybe it's easier for me because i'm doing that and i can empathize you know and some people may need to hit that level of resentment and a hard conversation to understand what they're actually putting out there but it's like you're just operating on fear you're not even giving them a chance to grow too Right. You're not allowing them to realize that there might be more they could fucking change too, you know, like you're doing everyone a disservice. You know. But um but yeah, so uh I kind of trailed off there from one of the goals. Yeah. Uh, you know, based around how many followers we're wanting to get. Uh which that was a tough one for me to write down cuz like I don't really care about the numbers really but on the back end of that there's a lot of actions that will just propel us to more people and that's really for me that's it right there it's just touching more people's lives essentially Mm -hmm. you know and it's kind of like it's kind of like what you said i know like everyone's goal is to like get more followers right so that's the direction you could say that but um you know you hear a lot of people talk about making things trackable so you can actually like see how you're doing. You can actually check in on your progress, have some accountability with yourself. Um, with that being said that that's parallel in my opinion to setting expectations that we're, we're aiming to get a thousand followers, you know, like I want to make that accomplished. Now I can't know for sure that's exactly going to happen. Um, but you can have both of those things. But to be honest with you, I, I have both of those mindsets. But uh, very seldom. Like, I, I check in on what I'm tracking. But it's really just to gauge how I'm doing. I'm not, like, I'm still thinking, like, um like going, I'm aiming for that 1,000. And then when I check in, I'm like, oh, we're at, like, 282. I'm like, okay, so we have X amount still. So I'm thinking about that number, you know. But it's still just going to, even though I don't use it for mass tracking, it's still pushing me. It's I'm still building a narrative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you might be sitting there wondering, like, well, you're talking about tracking. Like, what, are, what, what, what does that even mean? And tracking results, data, looking at data, looking at your numbers, seeing if things you've been doing is effective, That and that's definitely something you should do 100%. And that's been a lot of what your job has been. But also with tracking, you know, taking those actions and applying them. Because really it's just a to-do list until it's put on the schedule. Then it's a a hardcore action plan. Like it's actually like taking those daily things, making a list, putting them on your schedule, and then you're able to track. Did I actually do that task or did I not? Right. Did I do that task? Oh, I missed three days, actually. So by default, I know that I'm not taking the right action 
to hit this goal that I put down as, as what I'm wanting to get with these steps. So like taking those steps, the, the actions and putting them on your calendar and then actually sticking to your fucking calendar and doing them, you know, which is, which is so easy to not do. Yeah. Oh, I got a reminder, but I'm doing this. So like, it's, it's good, you know, but that's, that's the real tracking, I think. Um, and then mixing it with checking your data, but that's also, that's also risky sometimes too. Cause I think it could take you right out of the game if you're not getting the results that you can't control, but you're not getting the results that you think you should be getting from the actions you're taking. Right. But really the actions are working. It just hasn't caught on yet. The momentum hasn't picked up yet. You're right. not getting the, you haven't been consistent long enough. You haven't done your hours, more or less. Right. Um, but I guess that's when I think tracking. That's what I. That's what I would definitely you know break that year goal down six months to to weekly, daily, and then every day you need to be doing what you said to hit these goals. And chances are, if you <coughs> don't underplay those actions, like you're gonna fucking blow your goals out of the water. Right. Um, there was another part of the 10x rule book, and it's a fucking good book. I don't, I'm not necessarily Grant Cardone's like biggest fan, and obviously we're not in the same industry and don't have the same things going on. But oh fuck, where was I going? Um, yeah, he 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 used this analogy of a company. Say I'm the boss of this company, and we're third quarter in. Okay, there. Here's the last quarter. <clears throat> here's the goal for the last quarter. But I'm about halfway through that last quarter, and I see that we're not going to hit it. Well, let's not lower the goal. Let's not take less action. Let's not move that bar down to an area to where I I know it's attainable now. You know, um, and I. I was thinking of a way to tie that into what I was just saying, but because and I like how you went through <coughs> what you said with tracking is that that's like the technical term of tracking. And I was kind of, I, I was fumbling through what you're kind of talking about and it is kind of hard to, it's almost like manifesting. You're gonna, you're gonna provide more work if you feel like you're halfway to your goal, but you're like over halfway through your deadline. You're gonna, yeah. if you have some accountability within yourself, if you have discipline, if that fire is actually fucking there, you're gonna turn the fire up like and that's for me where like so we've broken down the equation for luck like opportunity met with preparedness that's fucking tried and true right it's not like i even came up with that shit we read that shit somewhere yeah it's been trickled down through the right the fucking grapevine yeah right but manifestation i think has to have a, a similar equation to it that's not just like fucking Oh, I'm going to believe in this thing and it's going to happen because that doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. You might believe in something or be so open and like thinking about it every, every fucking time you get in the car, every time you get in the office, you know, your home, your bathroom, you're thinking about this thing and you know, it does happen, but I know that the people that do those things are also putting in massive actions, you know, to make those things happen. So I I think it's almost a fairy tale that people live into like it just I manifested it and it just happened. Yeah, no. But no, 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 no. Because if I set that actual 
And dude, I'm so bad about physical numbers. You are definitely the biggest influence in like me setting a physical number, like put a hard number on that motherfucker, put a deadline on it. Because if you don't, you're not even setting a goal. Like, what are you, what are you aiming for then? You know, because when I, when I said I've got goal right now, what do you want me to say it? What? Yeah. Oh, I got (laughs) to say it out loud. No, I'm I'm saying, do you want me to say it on here? (laughs) Oh, what is it? Uh, so we got a three and five year goal. Uh, with big numbers, six months, a thousand per month, one year, two thousand per month. Um, you know, I think that to a lot of people, a thousand a month seems big, but you know, we got a goal right here to hire two team members. You know, I think that uh, with tattooing, I got a lot on my plate. With Tim doing social media stuff for me, and then doing all the editing and all the social media stuff for more than tattoos, I think if we was able to earn that level of income which would be enough to pay someone a couple days a week for a whole month um would bring a lot of value to you guys it would free us up more to bring you guys better content to do more research to do you know what i'm saying so it's not like we're just trying to pat our pockets here but uh early on you know i think that those are real realistic numbers uh three years in you know fifteen thousand dollars a month uh sounds like a lot but that would buy Tim out of being my social media guy. It would be able right. to be a podcaster full time. Um, I would be able to dial back if I wanted to on my rates and do solely, you know, um, well, maybe not a whole lot in that area. If I didn't have to pay Tim every month, I could I could do a couple less tattoos. <laughs> right, you just do a couple less you tattoos, know? or maybe you could um, do more like pre-designed stuff, or, or travel more with with this show. Go set up podcast somewhere dope. Out in Orange County with Reese, London Reese. Right. You know, it'd be dope. Let's do one on the beach, homie. Uh, <laughs> maybe not the beach, but. Um, and then three years, yeah, three years in, we're, we're wanting to make 15000 a month, it's $180,000 a year. That's more than most salaries, more than most uh, annual incomes for a job. Um, and, I, yeah, you know, we wasn't going to share all these because I know there's some people that might be triggered by numbers. As we found but, out in the past, but, but we are. I do, but that's the thing. That's for me. That's why I'm on this fucking show, is to not come off yeah. and be the fucking guy because I'm not perfect. You know, yeah. I would like to maybe in a year look back at this Tim on this show on this very podcast episode and be like, I'm proud of you for growing. I'm proud of you for getting yeah. on this episode and saying these things because, dude, I've definitely thought we when we were building our goals, yeah. I was like, man, do I put a number down? Because I don't know <laughs> if I put a number out into like this format because it's fucking uncomfortable even when i was writing these down you were like (laughs) right and it's like (laughs) but and you've got to fight through that shit and i'm telling you if anyone hears this and is like i feel like you've been doing this shit for a grip so i feel like it's easier for you to be doing this shit or like to say it and that's like i don't know maybe not but like I was rough when I get, got brought on. I yeah. didn't believe shit. Like you know, you can't you can't tell me that manifestation's a thing, or like you can't even tell me that I can actually work towards an attainable goal. Yeah. Like, do you, you want to share with them maybe why you struggle with numbers so much before you came on or no? Well, I mean, it's well. First off, I don't want to put your business out there if you don't want to. Well, I don't really mind that much because I'll, I'll tell people in person. So like, really, this is a big fucking. I guess like I've always said this podcast would be stepping stones for me in my personal life or whatever. But, you know, first off, I was never really taught finances growing up. I don't, I think people, a lot of people relate to that. Yeah. Um, 
But when you're not taught finances and then you're just shipped out to the world with fucking zero education, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. And I did, you know? So I think when I was 22, I ended up like, I got fired from Honda for fucking smoking weed. I got hurt on the job. (laughs) Uh, But I also had a car that I owed money on. I had credit cards and shit. Uh, And then like my last week that I was supposed to be working at Honda, that fucking car blew up. Still owed like 5K on that bitch. So... I here I am fucking like and it wasn't even a lot looking back on it, it was like only I think like twenty two thousand dollars of debt or something like that but no car no job I have to pay rent because I had a roommate at the time uh, which just to show that you can really keep relationships through hard times me and him are best friends though you know he he was upset with me sure. for obviously anyone would for losing their job like bro I'm sp- you're supposed to pay the other half of rent next month what are you mm-hmm. gonna do you know but through all that shit eventually i had to fucking file bankruptcy you know at 22 years old or maybe i was like 21 22 something like that but um that's crazy to even say now because that's such a fucking scary word for people to hear but um first off donald trump's filed bankruptcy like a million times okay (laughs) that boy that boy is a filthy rich you know um but there there's you know, there's so much behind finances that people aren't taught how to think about it or how to treat your finances or how to think about shit. Um, and again, I'll say it a million times. I'm not through that battle. You know, I'm not like perfect with my fucking finances right now. Um, but you know, you've got to be able to fucking figure that shit out and you can't be afraid to put numbers down and stuff. Um, because that's fucking scary. That's like, it's it's scary to think like oh maybe i didn't set up my goals but i wasn't too specific like i said i had some stuff but i wasn't too specific with my goals i think a lot of people find themselves in that place where it's like okay did you really have any intentions of getting to a physical place with it though unless well, you put like the actual number on it yeah or like the actual like i'm gonna put words to it and i'm gonna say it out loud i'm gonna write it down another huge one is telling someone else because you can write shit down all day, and I think that's strong. But even something more strong than that is telling another person. Yeah. Because then, if you've got good accountability with that person, as me and you do, when I tell you I want to do something, nine times out of ten, you're going to hold me to that. I think the one time that it hasn't been as held to me is, like, when I say I want to get better at Melee. Right? <laughs> because, like, how are you going to hold me to that, yeah. you know? Um, What's Melee? Right, exactly. <laughs> and it's like... Um, clearly a less important thing, clearly not one of our main topics, but I do have people in my life that I rely on that for maybe like there's certain seasons in my life where I've had to like step away from that. Obviously it's not a priority, but, um, in this, just like a personal goal for my next year, that's something I do want to take more seriously. Like, so I'm setting up people in place to like, keep me accountable with that. Um, but also like. Uh, like in a way where it's not like, you know, I'm like fucking slacking off and everything else. Yeah. It's like ta- having good conversations with the people and saying like, here's all my goals. And this is just one of them. It's yeah. not like, I just want you to hold me accountable to this one thing. Um, well, when, when you sent your goals through to me, um, I noticed one thing about them right off the rip. They were very action driven. Like the, the goals you had sent through 
were the steps you needed to take to get somewhere. Right. But the part of the piece that was missing was that like dream dream place, that that bigger vision. That I think that the goal is outcome or how do I how do I put this? The goal is outcome oriented. The action steps are action oriented. Right. So you was missing that that piece. Yeah, you're doing all this work, you're taking these actions, but for what? Right. You know, like why why do you need to take these act like where are you even trying to go? You know, you're taking all this crazy action, but having that specific place. Um, and I think with money you know, I think that yeah, let's just throw some whopping number out there that uh, you know, means nothing. I don't you know. For me it's like, well, what kind of life do I want to live? Like what do I want that to look like? Where do I want my house to be? What kind of car do I want to have? What kind of toys do I want? Do I what kind of savings, retirement, what kind of kids future? You know, like what are all these things that are going to require money that I want I want out of life? You know, a lot of people have them. Why can't I? I'm not right. I'm not in in my heart of hearts, I'm I'm worthy of it. If this guy is, if this fucking rich asshole over here, you know, who who's being this way, if he can get it, like I I for sure fucking deserve it, you right. know? So it's like taking these numbers, creating a life and then taking the numbers that it would take to have that life, and that's the goal. So now it's not I'm not tied to the money i'm tied to what the money provides the kind of and that's where i think the real desire happens that trip to fucking disney where i could take my kids or uh maybe not disney maybe that's a bad example because what hip said now it's like ingrained in my head you know but (laughs) that trip out to the west coast see all the family or go to that fucking the bahamas and take the kids somewhere extravagant or a cruise like that's the shit that i'm tied to my time my time is huge, but I can't just have time and not have money. I got to make the money to buy back my time. And that's where the financial side of it's so important for me. Cause you just, it's just how the fucking world works. You just have to have money to do certain things. Now, maybe you could live on a farm and not have much and get like Dylan. You could get your joy out of nature. You could do your walks. You could right. live a life that you want and not need a ton of money. But, you know, but your goals aren't my goals. You know, I'm not, you know, um, let's not play that game here. Yeah, and I, I don't feel bad for having a big number that I want. You know what I'm saying? Um, because it's what is required to do these other things. And I think that goes into, like, kind of the starving artist thing. Because <clears throat> to, you know, I think every person that's listening to this has probably heard the starving artist, like, analogy. But it's, you know, I'm not going to charge a lot for my service or the product that I'm giving people because it's an art form and the people deserve it, you know? Um, and I have so much humility in myself that I won't charge a lot for it. Um, plus I'm a creative and I'm not a business person, right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a business salesman. I'm not a salesman. Don't, don't put that on me, but, um, but it's like how much insure those people might, be thinking about the kind of life they want to live and and stuff but dude i don't want to be broke as fuck you know yeah and me and you have different goals you know even um but that doesn't mean that like that's wrong because i there's so many people that get confused not only with themselves but point the finger at other people for 
having the concern with money or like they just want money or like something. And then they almost do that to themselves. Like, well, do I just want the money? You know, well, and then I'm going to shut that off, you know, but you're not even looking at what's beyond that or allowing yourself to be open to uh, envisioning that at all because you're just stuck behind this money wall, you know, like, and it's automatically immediate things like, well, I'm never going to make that. I don't have that right now. So I can't, I can't start to think about that um big thing and i dude i validate this so much but it's like i have kids that's a big one i've got kids i've got stuff i dude i guarantee that if you actually thought out the goal you wanted wrote it all down planned it all out and then put that next to what where you're at right now um you're gonna be able to come up with some action items dude it might take you fucking 30 years to hit this goal but what the fuck else do you have to mm-hmm. like not you know yeah. and we're we're kind of in some ways beating beating this fucking yeah uh beating this drum over and yeah. over but i just want to normalize talking about money man i yeah we made one two money posts and like tattooers in specific that's our crowd that's most of the people who see our shit tattooers and clients it was like in a fucking uproar. It triggered so many people, you know? But it's like, why? Why? You know, like, I'm out here grinding. I'm an artist just like you. I fucking work on my craft. I build it. And you're telling me I don't deserve it, let alone, you know, like, you go, to, you shop at your Walmart every day and you pad those pockets. You know, it's like, fuck you, you know? Like, I, I deserve it. You deserve it. Now, I do believe that you have to have the right heart and, like, not just anyone can come out and just be slap a number on it and people will pay it. But I think if you, if you have the right heart and you take the right intentions and you, you try to live an honest life with as much integrity as you have, it can have, we're all human, you know? Um, sure. Who am I to say you can't man, you know? But yeah, like we said, I mean, we, we, we beat it over the head, but, we gladly can continue the conversations. If it does, if it does make you feel weird, if it does bring up some questions, you guys want to talk about money some more, fucking bring it on. You know, I, I mean, I don't know really uh, what we can bring to the table, but we'll do our best to share our thoughts um, and whatnot. But well, I tell you what, you're gonna feel a lot better about, you know, we'll say saving money. You're going to feel a lot better about saving that $1,000 if you actually say you're going to save that $1,000 when you get there versus like one day you just get there, you do all these things, and you're like, oh, I finally had $1,000. I guarantee it's going to feel way better when you actually set a goal and accomplish it versus not setting a goal at all. 100%, man. And actually hitting it, you know. Yeah. Um, And that's just tried and true. And, you know, money is hard to talk about, dude. It, it fucking is. Numbers are hard to talk about because, dude, that that's where the fucking phrase come come from. Like, you know, put your money where your mouth is, you know. Um, and it's like you have to fucking show up. Show up or show out, you know. Um, and that that's where people get afraid, you know. And also, like, it's your livelihood, too. And people get so offended, you know. They feel like they're less than or they're afraid of other people, like, projecting judgment there's a lot surrounding this that i do think it's important to say that it's you know we're understanding of those things you know i'm not i don't want to just come off like a dick because i i'm not a fucking millionaire i i just am not 
<laughs> you know, um, like, dude, I still go to gas stations and buy fucking monster drinks or, you know, like, I still drink fireball. Do you, do you, you know? <laughs> think that one day you will aspire to be? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So then it. you should say that you are. Well, there you go. That and that and that was the one last topic I wanted to touch on here is like how you speak about yourself. You know, it's like I may not actually be a millionaire right now, but I need to become a millionaire to attract that that money. I need to develop the mindset. I need to believe I'm deserving. I need to do all these things, but if I'm speaking in terms of that's just not me or, you know, I mean, a million dollars, that's a, that's a big example. There's a lot of other areas that this could trickle down into, but like, fuck, I'm a millionaire. I'm not, it's not my bank yet, you know, but if I aspire to be, then I should take on that identity. It's, that's why I never liked the term fake it till you make it. Yeah, it really, I don't know exactly the best of verbiage for it, but you should believe it to achieve it kind of thing. Right. You know, like you have you have to identify as, you have to speak it, you have to believe it, you have to become it. That is who you are. Once you become a millionaire, the money will show up. That makes sense? Yeah. Um and I that that can encompass a lot of different areas, you know, and something that I I I'm trying to live into now and it's a big fucking lofty goal and I don't really don't know some people might take this as like you really know who some of the best artists in the world are and there's fucking you know there's I mean? more than you can yeah because of the fact it's like schrodinger's box you know, or schrodinger's cat rather it's like you don't know the cat's dead or alive until you see it but i guarantee there's some motherfucker in italy right now that don't even touch social media and he's he's the best tattooer yeah. in the world right the motherfucker you don't even see yeah and when you have that mindset you can throw out this whole like yeah like the fucking i'm never going to be the best because you're never going to know what the best is yeah. you just have to do it you know it's like uh um ritz says it's like you know when i want to listen to something good i have to go make it you know mm. <laughs> hey dude i like rappers i love rappers man rappers oh. got the most money lines ever yeah. that i just like our success principles wrapped up in a a good beat <laughs> you know <laughs> Uh, but yeah, with that, with that being said, you know, if I, if I even want to come close to being the best in the world, like I just have to believe, believe that I am, you know, and, and even saying that it's like, what the fuck, you know? Um, but if I'm even going to come close, you know, cause I could be, I could be completely okay with the best of Springfield, which I have been announced at, you know? Right. We've got, um, you know, best in Ohio, you know, that would be, that would suffice. But it's like, if I'm shooting for the best in the world, I'm for sure going to be, I'm going to knock those two out of the park, you know? Right. You're going to get a lot closer, um, uh, to actually doing that versus like my goal was best of Springfield. You're probably never going to get close to like being yeah, the best in the world. hundred percent, hundred percent. So just watch how you talk about yourself. <coughs> That's hard. I am because, a millionaire. Like, I am the best in the world. You know, I I am uh, the greatest father, the best husband. You know, I wake up every day and I believe I'm the best best husband and father that I can be for these kids. You know, it's not like I'm not I'm not trying to be because that leaves room for slack. That gives me an out. That gives me an excuse not to show up and play full out. I I feel you know. But it's like I am that fucking person. And if I am identifying as 
my ego wants to protect that and I don't want to let that down. I don't want I don't want to feel like I let everyone else else down in a way. You know, I'm I'm saying this, but I'm not showing up like this. And that's know? for me the fail safe and that that's the the difference in confidence versus narcissism. You know, and that's a, that's a whole different thing we'll get into. I'm sure, like fucking episode 300, you know, way down the line. <laughs> but uh, that that for me is that the the fail safe of having confidence is the accountability with yourself. Is like, you know, when you say these things, you're gonna be fruit checking yourself, right? Which have we talked about fruit checking on this? Like a little, um, little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But I think that would be a good topic to talk on, like with another episode, maybe a later time. But, um. <laughs> I, I do think that people there's there's good there's evil you could talk about all that shit but when you are saying certain things to yourself you have an ability to be honest with yourself so there's you're gonna if you're saying I'm the best dad ever but you're like clearly not you know you're gonna know you know unless you're a fucking narcissist or you got something going yeah. on with you where you're like not aware of it I can't speak on that shit, yeah. you know, so I'm not even here to touch that shit, but the fail safe and just like having that strong confidence is you're going to keep yourself in check or, you know, you're going to have brothers and sisters around you that you have these good conversations with. And like, you can share that goal or like share that aspiration, share what I'm becoming with this person and they can help you live into that more, you know? Um, because I could totally hear like, just social media, man. Like it's, that's part of the money thing. People start talking about money. They're like, Oh, you're immoral. You know, Oh, you're confident. You're immoral. You're fucking egotistical. But yeah. it's like, well, that's part of the equation. What am I just not supposed to believe? That sounds like your stories that you're projecting on me. See, that's, mm, it's that, that fucking like, easy. That sounds like your hang up, not mine. Um, and just another example that I hear a lot. And this is funny, you know, cause we, we, we say this all the time. Oh, I'm bad with names. But I'm I'm trying to get better, you know. But instead of saying I'm bad with names, you'd be like, I'm getting better with names. Yeah, you cut know, out or, the first half. Yeah, <laughs> just like just I'm 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 uh, uh yeah I used to be terrible with names. I'm working on it. Quit saying you are because you're identifying as it and now moving forward like you're still that person. You have to change how you talk about yourself, and that's fucking huge. Book plug, which is a book plug that's from uh. Uh, I think one of the best books that breaks down how that works is atomic habits. Cause it's like your identifiers. There's mm-hmm. a lot of identifiers that someone has, which make up what someone is and what they live into and the actions that they produce. Um, so that's a fucking great book, but yeah. Paris want- with one of my goals is like, I'm reading, um, uh, I'm going to start doing more reading and shit like that. And that's the book I'm starting with this month. Uh, is I'm going to reread atomic habits. Yeah. It's a fucking good one. Uh, a good one to pair with that is the compound effect. Um, but if you're into like more woo woo shit and you like the idea of manifesting and, uh, like going really in depth with it is the power of your subconscious mind. Uh, you know, it, and it, when that book started, when I, I would listen to audio book, um, <clears throat> but when it first kicked off, it said, I'm going to teach you how to pray. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, right. I don't, I don't pray. Like, like the like the recite like get down on my knees and pray to the Lord say like that's not that's not it, that's not what he's talking about. He's he's just talking about how you speak to yourself and how how to uh, how to direct or 
develop your subconscious mind, how to get your your mind to work for you I, I, in, a, in a way. I probably didn't do a very good job explaining that. but um, Well, I think that's a good way of saying it, honestly, because most of the time the mind is work is like, it tends to work against you right like that's what it can feel like is like i i feel like i have these organic good thoughts but it's all these little you know the chatter in the back of my head that's telling me not to do it or whatever that's your subconscious mind right you would say it's like all like the your your intuition your, well i think a lot of people almost like you know the the good evil like that like the two people on your shoulders like there's aside each story but that initial gut feeling like that that is the subconscious mind like the the part that it's like if you just obeyed it you would get the results but you're playing into fear you're playing into that doubt you're playing into the negative side of the positive if you're religious you're playing into the 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 devilish side versus the godly side uh yeah but i think that that first initial gut feeling it's like hey reach out to this person but you're like no like they don't like why would i text them but if you did something good could have come from it now i do think that if if you were just naturally raised up in an environment that was like negative darker a lot of these things were ingrained in you kind of developed your your filter to be a certain way your subconscious mind may initially <coughs> be that negative stuff and I'm no expert, you know, so I could be wrong here, but <clears throat> yeah. I, and I, and I do think what I just said there was not, not accurate, but, um, I know from experience, my gut feeling or like acting on things that just pop up out of nowhere. I feel like that's definitely my subconscious. And like, I try to obey those feelings um but that that's all that book is like i said it's fucking deep you know and a lot of people would read it and probably be like what the fuck is this shit you know like uh and that's fine you know i didn't i didn't agree with everything that was in the book i don't apply you know but there was a couple key things that i took from it that i thought was very valuable you know um and then there's a video that i watched a long time ago by mel robbins uh the two things that billionaires do daily i'm pretty sure that's the title 10 minute video on like reprogramming your filter and i and and there is some science that she breaks down in the video um that can help you break those negative habits or those negative thoughts or that that initial negativity because that's just that filter you know like if you get on Facebook and you're scrolling, chances are the shit that you stop and read is what's attractive to that filter. We're trying to confirm our thoughts. Like, we're not constantly seeking shit that disagree with, you know what I'm saying? Like, the right. shit stands out as what is kind of ingrained. Um, and there's a, a scientific way to help reprogram yourself. And I thought it was so fucking dope. Uh, one of the things was... Your, your body or your mind doesn't actually know the difference between something that actually happened and something that you implanted in your brain as far as, like, creating, basically closing your eyes, picturing it. Picturing, you know, if you, if you have problems talking with someone and you're, you know, you try to avoid those things, 
to develop, reprogram your filter, you can close your eyes. You can think about the interaction going well. You can think about the outcome that you got that was what you wanted. You know, you can think about the scenario being good, but then the trick is to attach an emotion to it. Like, damn, that felt that felt really good. That was what I wanted. That went really well. I'm kind of creating a memory of a positive interaction that is going to help reprogram that negative thought, almost kind of battling it away. It's almost reverse engineering what happens in a bad experience. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you just it's 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 literally it's taking exactly what happens when your mind is being conditioned or your subconscious. Yeah, is being you're just reconditioning it, right? Um, man, that that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's I, a you, melt- you've told me that multiple times. Oh, but it's, it's the the number one video that I watched that has had the biggest impact on me. I I think <coughs> Mel Robbins. Uh, YouTube, two billionaire, two things billionaires do daily. It's fucking, it's a great video. And and it's even cooler because I know there's a lot of people out there that are like scientific. They, you know, they want reasoning of why this is accurate. And it's not just like, you just say this and you do that. There's actual science behind it. And I, you know, I thought that was dope and I've done it a hundred times over. You know, I've, I've done it plenty of times. Um, the fucked up thing is it kind of sounds like a trauma response. It's like, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like a trauma response, but it's like a good response. Cause I feel like trauma people when they need good, they'll do that. They'll like, you know, go in their fucking head and just think about the best possible thing in mm-hmm. life. And then like in your head, you're like living out that moment in your fucking head. You know what I mean? You feel emotional about it. And I know this to be true because I've done it. Like in my, it's, it's like the thing I experience at like my worst moments in life is I will when shit, everything's going wrong. You just like literally do that same thing. Close your eyes. Imagine what things should be like or what you would like them to be like. And if, of course, you know, you're just a, such an emotional time in your life. Shit's just falling apart on you. You're always going to generate a, a feeling out of that, you know, um, especially if that's like what you've been backed backed by through childhood like if you didn't have the best childhood or major experiences where you were let down or you know that shit yeah if you didn't start trying this until you're 30 like think of all the things that has been backlogged (laughs) you know what i'm saying so like you have to not only do that exercise but you also have to go out and get real world results and like confirm it is you know as, as well that wasn't part of the video but like i believe that I can't just sit here and meditate my way to positivity and happiness. Like I actually have to go apply things and like take chance and put myself out there and realize shit's not that bad, you know, but I think that has to outweigh the negative thoughts and you have to catch yourself enough and correct yourself enough that eventually like in atomic habits, the new habit will take shape and it will just become a way of being versus having to constantly catch yourself. But people, people get so discouraged by catching themselves. They're like, I did it again. Well, at least you caught it. At least you noticed it because the past 10 years you ain't fucking noticed it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You just been doing it and it, you know, but at least you noticed it and just keep noticing it, keep noticing it and then try to get in front of it. Fail forward. You know, just fail forward because like, the more failures I think that you pick up on life, the 
better you're getting. I feel, I dude, that's like I'm always making like video game reference and shit, but like if you notice when you're fucking up a lot, that's when you can dial in on that shit and yeah. just just fix it. You know yeah. what I mean? So when you're like, I feel like I, I say this to people. I said this to one of our apprentices or not an apprentice anymore, but um, I told her because I felt like she was doing real good. She was like, you know, our business is doing all good, starting out and whatnot. But I was like, you know, you're going to be blessed or like praying for some failures before too long because you're not going to know what you're what not to do. You know, you won't know what not to do until you do it. Like, right. So you have to have some failures, you know, yeah. and failures, in my opinion, also back up a confidence. What, but only if you fucking lock into like knowing that it's part of the equation, because yeah. otherwise, when you're sitting there catching yourself on something or you notice that maybe the outcome of something wasn't what you wanted it to be, which is, again, good for numbers, you know, put numbers on something so I can now double down or fix shit because I'm tracking it in a different kind of tracking or like keeping sure. yeah. some a progress, you sure. know, um, you know, you can now make something actionable out of it because I know what didn't work. I feel like a lot of times it's hard for me to argue that a success is, is more valuable than a failure because it's two sides of the same coin. You know, it's almost like a hole isn't a hole until the it's dug. Right. I, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to get that. You know, <laughs> Tim's analogies are crazy sometimes. Oh yeah. Let me know. He, if you he fucking... usually reels. I don't, I, I don't think I got it, but <laughs> Uh, I guess I say like, you know, um, uh, who's to say if a success is more valuable than a failure, they're, they're one and the same. They're both giving you the same thing. Your outcome might be different, but I'm talking about the actual definition of a success and a failure. They might be different outcomes, but both of them are giving you a narrative of what to do and what not to do. And I think both of those equate to the same thing. It might not feel good because of course with the success, you're like feeling like you're going further in the direction that you want to be going. And a failure feels like, Oh, well I'm still here. I'm still stuck. I'm, I'm still this thing and I'm trying to break away from it. But dude, like you said, the awareness game is like part of the first steps of that. Yeah. Uh, But it's also one of the longest steps in it because like once you start garnering awareness to certain things, I feel like, one of two things is either going to happen. I don't feel like you necessarily forget. I feel like you just get lazy. So once you know something, it's your fucking responsibility. At least that's what I tell myself, you know, no one's perfect, but once you know something, you can't fucking forget it. Or I at least refuse to think that you can forget it. You know, maybe it's something like, like, Hey, can you grab that envelope for me before you leave the house? Well, fuck, I forgot, you know, but if you're like saying you have goals, to bring it full circle you know like i'm trying to get a thousand followers in a month get to the end of that month you didn't get your thousand you know what the fuck to do you plan for it it might be a failure but now you know how to fucking yeah you know there was a there was a video i i heard and uh we're gonna have to tie this up here here soon but um i'm trying to think of how how it was worded um you know because you always hear you always hear like oh they had it easier success overnight but usually the biggest success in the room has failed the most right and i the way the video was played it was like fucking you know it, it sounded better um but i i believe it's true you know and if we're playing the long game here 
do I want do I want success fast or do I want it to be built on those failures? Uh, because those failures are going to give you those results. They're going to give you something to analyze. They're going to give you something to get better with. Uh, and then once you reach the top, think about how many tools are going to be in your tool belt. Think about how, and I don't want, I don't want to, I want to say hardened, but I don't want to say hardened because that sounds like that could be taken maybe in a way that's like, I'm just, I'm just hardened. I'm, I got like this fucking tough exterior, but I feel like I, cold and hardened is two different things or, or just like battle seasoned. seasoned. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but when you get to the top, like you're going to be able to handle anything life's got to throw at you. I think, uh, that, and you can answer questions not only to yourself, but other people, you know, because you, I forget who said this, but it's always kind of stuck with me is like, you shouldn't be like saying that you just have a responsibility to yourself, you know, when you're looking at achieving things of greatness, because you don't know who's looking at you. Hip was kind of talking about that last episode, but he's like, you don't know who's looking at you. You know, you don't know who's inspired by you and what you're doing. You don't know who's looking up to you. So really when you get, when you get really deep into this, all of these talks that we have and like the mindset behind it and shit for me anyway, I start to, you know, I don't maybe remember this all the time. Um, even though I just said like, once you fucking know, you can't forget, <laughs> um, fucking bullshitter, but, um, he's a fake. Right. But I do think, you know, when you get so far deep down into this, um, you really start to, maybe it's enough time in it or like caring about it so much whatever you're doing, but your responsibility extends further than just yourself. You know, you're like, I, I kind of have a responsibility to use my body to the best of my ability. You know, I kind of have a responsibility to use my mind and my heart to the best of it, my ability, <clears throat> because there's like, there's way more chances of me not existing than there are chances of me existing. Right. So not only do I owe this life, you know, owe the opportunity of life to do good but also i think i owe it to the people that inspired me to inspire someone else you know because i got it from someone else i didn't just like fucking we were talking about that a little bit ago like the self-made shit like i i I can see how that's appealing and attractive and that fucking type a personality gets people off but um dude i i don't i don't really get that much out of it you know I get way more out of like saying that someone else helped me or like I got it from someone else. And now I'm going to take that and just give it to someone else in a way. I'm almost like relieving myself the responsibility in that way. Like, like I, I was blessed this thing and now I'm going to work my hardest and take that responsibility to give it to someone else or to provide that same thing. Um, and that's always been big for me. Like I said, maybe I don't always live into that, but dude, depression's a motherfucker. Yeah. Bill, bills be tough, you know. Time, there's not enough hours in the day, in the day you know. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny. Uh, all this talk, and we had another topic that we was gonna <laughs> <laughs> that we was gonna. We, we thought we was gonna be able to get this in thirty minutes. Uh, but um, that'll have to wait. Yeah, yeah, because we're we're running out of time here, and uh. You know, we got to save some stuff for, for other episodes, but, um, do you want to tell them what maybe, I think that'd be good for us to jump into the next, uh, the next episode. 
or do you want to leave it up to? Yeah, they're just gonna have to wait. They're just gonna have to wait because I want to develop the thoughts more because it was kind of spur of the moment, and I know we could rabbit trail it, but um, they're just gonna have to wait. It's, I mean, it's a big one. It's, I think it's fairly, fairly controversial, and there's a lot of takes on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it'll be out before you know it. By the time you see this one, it'll be maybe a week or two away. So, um, but yeah, I, I think that, uh, if there was one major takeaway that I could give you guys here before we jump off, cause we're down to the minutes. Um, what a steal from Nike and say, just, just do it. No, uh, that, I mean, that, that could be big. You just do it. But man, I don't know, you know, it's maybe you're worth more. You can have more. You just have to figure out where you're going. Don't be afraid to ask for more. Yeah. You know, don't, don't be afraid to like want more or to like ask yourself, you know, what your life could look like if you could dream as big as you wanted to and you couldn't fail. Yeah. You know, because the only thing that's like stopping you is you. And that, that didn't even come from me. That was like yeah. another piece of content I watched. But man, I feel like that's just one big thing for me anyway that like six of this is like, like I am the one holding me back. And I know every fucking mistake I make throughout my day, every, every time that I decide to be lazy, I know it, you know. Um, so. You know, yeah. I just, I just don't, you know, and with that, I have patience, but don't be afraid to like imagine what your life could be like if you actually tried. Yeah. Yeah. Dream big, create that vision and just watch how you talk to yourself. Yeah, self-talk. Yeah. I big. think that, uh, I'm not, I'm not religious, but I heard that, uh, God's name was really, I am and don't use that shit in vain. Shoo! You know, but uh, yeah, I think that's a wrap. So I appreciate you guys hanging around. Uh, You know, really been having a good time doing these podcasts. I was a little unsure in the beginning of how I would how I would really feel. You know, moving forward, doing it in the in it. Yeah, Um, but I'm fucking with it, man. You know, and I I could totally see this fucking going far you know and i i want to you know i made a post on ig i want to bring as many people with me as i can you know i think that uh we ain't got all the answers but we can at least shine some light on some areas that might help you know so i'm done i'm it's official (laughs) it's official powers and numbers so i regress (laughs) right i regress but powers and numbers so if we don't have all the answers at the very least if we all come together we can have one big ass fucking talk and there's gotta be one person that's like I've got a good idea, you know. So with that being said, drop us a fucking comment, you know, what are your thoughts on all this shit? Because I do we hit y'all with a lot today. We did. Um and, more than anticipated. Right. Uh but I mean that's that's usually how our conversations go. I think the best thing about doing these conversations on a podcast is we can just walk away and yeah. Like be okay with it being a little ambiguous because we do take into account that there are so many other heads get could be in part of this conversation along with us. And that's you guys. So, uh, don't be afraid to engage. Tell us that we're fucking full of shit. What are your thoughts or that you agree? You know, yeah. all those things are awesome. And yeah. like always, you can find all the, 
all the fucking links to our shit below in the, the description or uh, in our bio. Um, all of our links are in our link tree, too, so you can check out our websites, all of our socials, and our Patreon uh, to get some bonus content. I think the episode we had today was pretty good, too. Um, so go there, check it out, and don't forget to get a fucking hoodie or a hat or something. You know what I mean? Tim's uh, blood, sweat, and tears went into making those things. And they're fucking minimalist as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see people wearing dope shit, you know? It's it's uh, it's a cool feeling. I saw uh, people just being like, oh, my God, dude, that hat's dope. That's a, that's a weird feeling, but it's like this symbol behind it and it makes me feel like the message we have or providing is is good because the designs are like fucking nothing yeah you know but uh if you like what we're fucking you know spewing out you you like what we're preaching here go pick up a shirt or a hoodie um just show some love because we'd like to you know put you on blast too or you know blast you not to blast (laughs) i'm butchering this now that you got a hoodie you piece of shit right ugly (laughs) motherfucker but uh yeah, I think this day was a great episode. Um, I'm very grateful for everyone who listened to this. I'm grateful for the time on the podcast, time with Chris. And uh, hope you guys have a wonderful uh, week. And we will catch you on the next episode of More Than Fantasy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah.